Relationship Redefined. I'm your host, Elizabeth, a parent and relationship coach. As a coach, my focus is to guide you towards becoming aware, authentic, and aligned with your true self. Our outer relationships serve as mirrors reflecting our inner world. It is through this understanding that we can embark on a journey of self-discovery and alignment. On this podcast, we explore the profound connection between our inner selves and the relationships we form with others. With a focus on awareness, authenticity, and alignment, we dive into thought-provoking discussions and practical strategies to help you cultivate fulfilling relationships. Uh, today, I am so excited to introduce my next guest, Kelly Keith, founder of the organization The Heart Space. Welcome, Kelly. Please tell us more about your organization. Sure. Such a pleasure to be here. Um, so The Heart Space started in 2016, and it began with me doing Reiki sessions, like one-on-one, one-off Reiki sessions. And It's continued to grow and evolve and expand with me as I've continued to grow, evolve, and expand. Um, So we now offer Reiki trainings, and we still do sessions. And some of the practitioners that have come through the academy, they now offer sessions um, where I'm focusing a bit more on the trainings. And then we do one-on-one and group coaching, really dialing into understanding the mind and optimizing how to work with the mind so we can live from the heart space. We're on this mission to master the six inches between the ears and learn how to open our heart and to live from that space with that cohesiveness at play. Awesome. Can you please uh, share with our listeners um, how you got started on this path to helping other people heal and um uh, teaching Reiki. Yeah. I like to say the path chose me. I, you know, I didn't choose the path. The path chose me. <laughs> um, I went into college over like about somewhere between 200 and 250 pounds. And I had a light switch moment looking hindsight. I believe it was my guides and the higher ups be like, okay, it's time to train her up and get her, you know, ready to remember what she came here for. And I had a life switch moment where I was going to work out every day and start eating fruits, vegetables, grilled chicken, and, you know, a healthy cereal. And I, my mindset stayed so locked into the discipline that I began this huge weight loss journey, which then led me to meditation and yoga. And one day I was in a Barnes and Noble and a book fell off the shelf um, called Vibrational Medicine. And... I then discovered Neville Goddard, you know, so these different things all leading up to this space where I was in a meditation and I received my first clear audience message and it was overwhelming at the, at the moment. I'm not going to lie. It's my first time. I wasn't used to it. And it was like very commanding of look up healing modalities. You are a healer. And I was like, what the bleep is going on? You know? So (laughs) I listened though. And Because when we listen, things work out. And so I listened and I Googled healing modalities and I came across Reiki and it rippled through my body as I clicked on it. So I had a very visceral experience with the energy from the time I found it. And then I said, okay, this is enough for me. And I closed the laptop and tried to pretend nothing happened. 
Um, <laughs> and then two days later, I was working out of a Barnes and Noble. And I was playing on Facebook and I randomly friend requested someone and said, hey, I know this is random and bold, but I'm a random and bold person. And I think we're supposed to be friends. And long and behold, in our very first conversation, he walked in the doors of the very same Barnes and Noble. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. You know, so then here we are sitting having tea face to face. And we're talking and we're two clowns. So we were clowning around having a great time talking. And I said to him a little bit into the conversation, I said, you know, something happened to me a couple of days ago and I haven't told anyone, but I actually feel I can tell you and you might get it. You know, he's like, all right, tell me, you know. So I started telling him what happened. I said, I came across this thing called Reiki. He goes, it's Reiki. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you right. That sounds way better than what I'm saying. He just goes, huh, that's interesting. I said, what? He said, well, you know the the saying, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. I'm a Reiki master. I guess I'll be your first teacher on the journey. (laughs) (laughs) And that is how the journey began. That is amazing. Oh, my goodness. Um, I had experience. um, Well, not really, actually. Uh, My mother forced me to go to a healing session in town because she (laughs) felt like I was broken and I needed help. (laughs) But the first time I went, uh, there was such, I had such an incredible experience energetically. And it was like flooded me with this light while we were doing, while we were chanting. And then um, I was like, from then on, I was just, I needed to know more, you know, because I had never experienced anything like that before. It was just like heart opening. You know, I was, (laughs) I was sitting in my chair sobbing (laughs) (laughs) because it was just so heart opening. And I had been through so much that, uh, I've, I released so much in that moment, you know, and after the, the chanting, uh, thing, we just sat and talked for a while and he talked about Reiki and I had no idea what it was. And, um, he explained a little bit more about it to me. And I was like, okay, well, maybe this is something that I need to look into because the experience I had just you know, been a part of was unbelievable. And, you know, as I was like being flooded with this light and uh, my heart chakra was opening and it was like, I was actually transported outside of the room, you know, like into another realm. Um, I was watching him and he just acted like nothing was happening. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even after, and he was talking about Reiki and stuff, I was like, almost mad at him for being so calm because <laughs> I knew that something happened and you know it's like a very awakening experience for me but you know he he was the one that helped me get into meditation and stuff and learn how to transcend my physical you know and uh move into a more energetic space and um it was it was unbelievable but you know, you're right. When, when you're ready, they just, your teacher appears. <laughs> Absolutely. This journey of being a spiritual being in a human suit, you know, where when we remember, not even when we learn, when we remember how powerful we are, it can be really scary. Yes. You know, and because Something that I know for my own journey, and I still, you know, dance with it because I'm a human and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to always (laughs) have the work to do. Um, 
But something I, I see common, because I work with a lot of really powerful people who are like, I'm ready to step fully into my power. Like, I want to put down the fear and like, do this fully. And I'm like, let's get it. You know, but a lot of it is that fear of that responsibility. Because when we understand our power and that we're creating our reality and all the things where it starts to become, there's a deeper level of responsibility and accountability at play. That is you know? so true. Yes. Reading a poem to, um, and it's an amazing poem. I'll, I'll, I'll email to you. It's so good. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I, one of the lines says that I began to feel into the human shell that I would fill this time. And I could start to feel the frustration because I knew that I was going to have to do the soul growth that, you know, I'm here for my right. own unique soul growth and to have to accept that I'm infinite potential that has to go at a human pace. And that is like one of the hardest things to, and I know that like I was, when my son was born, that was one of the things that I noticed the most with him was I could see that he was really struggling, you know, to, um, to accept his human form, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, he was, uh, he was late. He was like three months overdue. So he was, uh, Wait, very what? three months. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, he was very advanced when he was born, you know, he like, uh, he could hold up his own head and he was, his arm, he had no, he was like, like seven days after he was born, he was like pulling himself up completely. And I couldn't keep him in the bassinet because it was too dangerous. Um, but, and he was like, he'd have bits because he wanted to hold his bottles. And I was trying to do, you know, be the best mom I could. So I did things like, um, uh, glass bottles and stuff. And, um, cause I couldn't breastfeed cause he was so overdue. Mm. Um, so, uh, the glass bottles were too heavy for him and he would have freakouts because he couldn't hold them himself, you know? And, um, but I could see that he was really, really struggling to like stay in his physical body because, and, and get used to those limitations, you know, because the spirit form, we have no limitations. And so uh, I did a lot of Reiki on him to help him through that because I could feel his frustration and I could actually, you know, kind of telepathically hear what he was (laughs) screaming while he was doing his screaming. He screamed like all the time. So it was actually kind of scary for me because I was like, please don't leave me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, motherhood is a whole initiation in of itself. And it sounds like the two of you have quite the the contract. I know from previous conversations you and I have had there, you know, there's a lot, you know, you guys have an epic and, and, and yes. huge contract this go around. Yeah, it is very fascinating. You know, I think it's, that's so beautiful where, you know, what I'm hearing is kind of an undercurrent of what we're talking about right now is like embracing the humanness of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like we're, and I find it interesting that, the more grounded I am, the more expanded, mystical, you know, far-reaching things can happen, which was a big teaching for me. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I did actually want to hear some more about you, uh, like with you sitting with the elders. Um, could you share that with our listeners? Yeah. Um so for clarity, when we say the elders, I've been blessed to have um, 
many indigenous elders of various tribes come into my into my life and on my journey. Um, in 2016, I was introduced to the Red Road, which is what is the term for working with in you know working with indigenous with the natives and learning how to walk the beauty way. So I started with sweat lodges there and doing this and that. And similar with Reiki, and you know, that feels as a theme through everything and an invitation for everyone. Like God will put things on your path that are for you. You know, we don't have to try too hard. So just see like what's coming to you, you know, and then allow yourself to receive graciously and see what happens rather than deflect what shows up and be like, no, it's not what I want though. Like, no, this is what I'm giving you. Like, give it a shot. You might actually really like it. Um, so in 2017, I was led to a cacao ceremony that was in a, uh, cafe restaurant that wasn't even open to the public yet. I don't remember how I got there. Um, but it opened my world to ceremonial grade cacao and cacao ceremonies and the medicine of community. And at the time I had just, uh, gone into in between some jobs going on I just got back from India not that long ago and like all the things and I was going through a heartbreak and Mm -hmm. the medicina of cacao was so supportive in nourishing my heart through that and deepening my connections with community in New York which I hadn't really found at that point yet and it led to me going to Guatemala and I thought I was just going for an event called Cacao Convergence, which we learned the agriculture of how cacao is grown and how do we work with it. And there were some, you know, elders there. Um, But then I was invited to do a homestay with Nana Marina and Tata Pedro. Uh, My friend Florencia Friedman, who is an incredible being spiritual leader now um, and the co-founder of Cacao Laboratory, at that time, she was doing her apprenticeship with Nana Marina. And Nana Marina and Tata Pedro, Tata Pedro left the physical plane in 2021. Uh, but at the time, they were the Mayan elders of that, that region. And Nana asked Florencia, she said, there's three other women who are with you now. And the four of you are to come and stay with us for a week, two weeks, and we need to go deeper into the studies and, you know, do an initiation to serve cacao. I love how it just kind of flowed to you. And it's true that when, especially when you're actually opening up your heart space to uh, allow for things to come to you, because when you're opening your heart space, you're uh, removing the energy of fear. And so things actually do flow to you more easily and it's easier for you to embrace them when you're not, you know, living in a place of fear, because, you know, you have a tendency to reject things more easily when you're like, nope. Again, the, the gems that you're, you're setting, you're setting me up to, to take these and run. And I thank you so deeply. Um, The electromagnetic field around the heart space is 16, you know, 16 times more powerful. There's data to it now. There's lots of science where when we can learn how to have everything move in a cohesive way and we learn what it means to live from the heart space and to create from the heart space, 
you know, it is, it's, it's a lot easier. Things can just come to us because when we're in our heart, we're tapped into our authentic truth. Yes. There is less fear and the opposite of fear is love and it's magnetic. I mean, we're literally our, our, our aura, our energy, it's an electromagnetic field. It's literally electricity and a magnet. (laughs) So whatever you're putting out there, it's going in. And when we start to bring in the layers of, okay, how do we open the heart to optimize and with the clarity of what's in there, what's in the heart that truly wants to be had. Because sometimes we think we want things or we want to go do things, but that's coming from a a psyche space and a program space. When we can tap into the heart, it's, oh, this is actually the blueprint. This is actually what I want. You know, and then learn how to have the team of the subconscious mind and you know, and the conscious mind and the emotions and our essence, all the parts come together. Then, yeah, we have the secret sauce for ease, grace, and optimal creation. So true. I love that. That is beautiful. And sometimes it can be a little difficult to kind of, you know, get everything to flow together. But that's what the tool, you know, our tools are for, like Reiki and hypnosis. Talking to somebody just the other day, and they were feeling a lot of lack, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lack in love, a lack in, you know, the relationships were just feeling lack money, literally like their whole life was lack. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, let's try to reframe this and let's change your perspective and see if we can you know, come to a place where you're at least neutral so that you're not, you're not actually bringing mm-hmm. more of that mm-hmm. to you because this, um, cause I, there was just, it was such, there was such a tense, dense energy around her. And I was like, um, you know, trying to help her move past the denseness so that she could, um, discover what was causing all of this lack aside from the fact that she was actually bringing it to her, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, okay, so um, like you were saying with the contrast, okay, let's let's see why you're having lack in this area. And um, it it was very, it was fun to do, you know, work with her through that and help her see why she was having lack in so many areas and how she could help, you know, help herself just by shifting her perspective. I'm curious because I find you know, when doing this sort of work, when we start to boil it down, like without exposing any client information, of course, I'm curious of like a root undercurrent there. And I notice practitioners such as us, when we say things such as just like, well, just flip your perspective. Someone who's listening right. to this, where she's like, oh, it's easy for you to say. Like I can almost like hear someone like mock. It's like, oh, just flip your perspective. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you're right. What what would you say is a tangible? And I'll give something after you, but I want to hear your your codes first. Like, what would you say is a powerful way for someone to? It's a it's a wild world out there. It's a wild wild west of the new age world where there's some some little potholes out there too. Where it's you know it's not to just follow solely, you know, the emotional ways of what feels good. Like bring, it, it doesn't hurt to bring in, you know, problem solvings and this and that after mm-hmm. getting that clarity of it. And intuition is typically a, a quiet whisper. It's subtle. Definitely. It's, yes. it's the go that way, come this way. Come <laughs> so this way. If it's something of like, get out of there and go. Like that, that's, that's not intuition. No, there's been plenty of times actually where 
I got like, invited to a trip where I wanted to go. Like, I have a travel bug. Like, it is what it is. I'm always moving, zipping, and zapping. And there's been times that a trip has come to me and my, you know, my mind would go into space of, like, I have to go. And if I don't go, then da 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 And then there'd be times where I finally would settle myself down and I could listen to the oceanic depth of my soul and he- mm-hmm. let the answers come from that space. And it would come up, don't go. It's not, you know, don't go there. there and then there's sometimes where, like, yes, this is true guidance. Costa Rica was one of them. I packed up my my life into two suitcases. I told two people that I was going. The person who dropped me off at the airport, the person who picked me up from the airport. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I just went. And I now have a whole life over in Costa Rica to drop into at any time. Well, it was really, really lovely talking to you today. Um, do you have any way that our listeners could reach you? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear from anyone with comments or questions or to explore ways that uh, we could be supportive of elevating one another to our next plane and uh, fulfilling the soul contract that we already have in place. You can reach out to me on Instagram at I am Kelly Keefe. You can also email, uh, sorry, reach out to us on our website at www.heartspace.co. And those two, you'll be able to find links to book a free discovery call if you want to chat and drop in a bit or learn of the different uh, programs and retreats we have coming up. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being here today and talking with me. With pleasure. Thank you for creating this space for us to come together. It was my pleasure. (laughs) Oh, this is Kelly Keith with The Heart Space. Oh, 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 oh,